Okay. This Thursday, Jack Semple and his band will perform at the Orpheum Theater with special guest The Last Birds. Jack, I want to thank you so much for joining me here today. My pleasure. I love to be here. Now, over the years, you've dabbled in quite a few different musical endeavors. You did some compositions for television, which I think is really awesome. You were voted Canada's top uh, guitar player with much music, which is really interesting. Uh, you've also been, you've put out records. You've done tributes to Lightfoot and B.B. King, which I really enjoyed. Uh, I thought you did such a great job with that. And, of course, countless live musical performances my first question, do you ever think you'll get to the point where the thrill is gone? <laughs> I certainly hope not. No, uh, the thrill, uh, you know, it comes and goes, but it yeah. always comes back. You know, I mean, this last year and a half, there hasn't been many thrills, <laughs> you know, but yeah. uh, the thrill is back, baby. It is back now because playing for a live audience is so exciting, especially after not having done it for so long. The audiences, you know, I've had a couple of gigs now since uh, the restrictions have been uh, lessened and uh, the audiences are really enthusiastic because they are entertainment starved. Well, and I'm sure w yourself included, you're able to feed off of that because I'm sure you're entertainment starved as well. Oh, absolutely. I haven't seen a live band in two years. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I, you know, YouTube and everything, but it's not the same streaming gigs are not the same as being there you know so that's why i'm so excited about this gig because it's going to be there with a live audience now who are you going to be bringing down to play with you i'm going to be bringing brent jefferson he is also known as sparky gonzalez <laughs> uh we can go into that if you want but it's a yeah. long story uh he's a sensational drummer his father is ken jefferson who is like uh the first gigs i ever did when i was young living in regina were with his dad and uh, he, they're all brilliant musicians in that family. His uh, Brent's brother is Kelly Jefferson, who's a top-shelf jazz saxophone player in Toronto. And uh, Brent is a killer drummer. He's just really remarkably good. The bass player I'm playing with is Danny Jones, who is classically trained, and he's a great jazz player, and he's a great rock and blues player, too. Uh, he's playing electric guitar, electric bass with me. And, uh, you know, he plays with the Regina Symphony, and uh, he's a smoking bass player. So over the years, you've played so many great songs, I'm sure, like with all the experience with the band. How hard is it at this point to actually put a set list together? Oh, there's a lot of tunes I can choose from, for sure. Uh, you know, I, just before the pandemic hit, I, I had a new CD out called Can't Stop This Love, and I've hardly played those songs live at all because, you know, the pandemic. So I'm looking forward to playing a bunch of those. It's always nice to play new music. Um, you know, but I also put in some B.B. King tunes in the set and, uh, you know, a couple of Gordon Lightfoot tunes. You know, I, I play a little bit of acoustic guitar in the show and then also with, uh, with the trio. Now, when you were doing the B.B. King tribute, I'm sure you played a bunch of his songs when you were growing up and over the years. But did that change your playing at all? Like, Oh, yeah, it absolutely did, because B.B. King is a master of phrasing. You know, like his his playing is very linguistic. It uh, it sounds like he's talking. You know, and and uh, guitar players when they you know when you're practicing all the time, it's easy just to play forever, notes, 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 notes. But it's like somebody who talks too much, it gets boring. But BB King had the you know he would put long pauses between phrases, and and uh, it just made the music sing. You know, made his playing sound like Lucille. Yeah, and uh, you actually did change up playing a little bit for doing that work you started playing a gibson compared to the strat are you still uh is that like a mainstay with your live playing now 
Yeah, well, my, my 335, which is the Lucille guitar that B.B. King played, it's a much, much different than the Stratocaster, which is my usual guitar, but I've really grown to love it. I, I love that guitar. It's got a, it's, comp it's like a different, like it comes from a different country or something. It's got a different accent. That's fair. Now, you get described a lot as being a virtuoso, not even just from like regular music listeners, but also from your contemporaries. I imagine that's never really been like one of the main thoughts for you. I, I I assume just like with the way you play that it's always just been about the music more than trying to get to that say virtuoso status. Yeah, I don't I don't think about that at all. I, I just try and play and you know, make myself happy. <laughs> you know, I mean I I certainly do practice because uh, you know, when you get on stage and you've practiced and you're warmed up and you're ready it's so easy and it's just like breathing. If you haven't warmed up, I mean, playing playing an instrument is always a physical endeavor. And if you haven't warmed up and practiced and stuff, it, it's not as fun. But if you're ready and you practice and you, you're warmed up, it's really a lot of fun. Now, Saskatchewan is no stranger to really talented guitar players. Where do you think that comes from? Is it that for a long time there was not a lot to do other than maybe pick up your guitar and hang out with the family? I guess so. I don't know. I mean, uh, there are some tremendous musicians, uh, tremendous guitar players. Jordan Cook, Derek Kessler is a guy from uh, Saskatoon who I've only recently met, who's absolutely brilliant. Uh, there's Dan Silger in Regina. There's Chris Craig in Regina. There's uh, there's uh, Ken Burton, and there's lots of other musicians. Kyle Riabko. Anyways, I, don't ask me why. <laughs> you know, every area, every geographical area, you know, has something in the water that produces a certain thing, and it seems like guitar players is what Saskatchewan produces. Now, what about Saskatchewan brought you back? Because you did have the opportunity to leave here and to kind of go your own way in out east, but you came back, yeah. and uh, even with your albums, you have, I think, like, it's two albums that make Saskatchewan references. What is it about Saskatchewan that made it so you, you couldn't stay away? Yeah, well, um, yeah, I lived in Toronto for a couple of years and worked there, and... and uh, I decided I'd rather live in Saskatchewan because it's my home, my family's here, and as it turns out, this particular time of in the in the Earth's uh, history, I think it's a great place to live. <laughs> you know, we're not too close to the ocean. Uh, you know, we we are a very secure and safe place to live. And uh, the main reason I came back here was for my family reasons. But as it turns out, it's a great place to be right now at this point in time. Now, 95, you put out Saskadelphia. Around the same time, the Tragically Hip, they wanted to use uh, the same title. Their label allegedly said, nah, it's too Canadian, let's not go with that. How surprised were you when this album came out? And, like, have you ever heard Saskadelphia from anywhere else besides yourself and your album? <laughs> well, yes, I have. Uh, the, the, I got the name. There was a band from Toronto called uh, Shadowy Men on a Shadowy Planet. And I think they made the theme song to the comedy show Kids in the Hall. And, uh, you know, they played instrumental kind of surf music, you know, like the Ventures. And uh, they had a video way back in the 80s. And I remember watching this video and seeing the word Saskadelphia float across the, like in kind of a mystical kind of uh, uh, atmosphere. It was yeah. weird. And I thought, wow, what a cool name. So I actually called them up and asked them if I could use the name. And they said, oh, well, we just made it up. I don't care. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you know, and then yeah. and then when I heard that uh, Tragically Hip, uh, you know, named their most recent uh, album, Saskadelphia, I thought, wow, what is the true origin of this word? Uh, I don't know who made it up. I don't know who coined it. 
I stole it before they stole it, I think. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a really cool name because what it means to me is, you know, Philadelphia is a home of soul music. You know, a specific kind of American soul music. And so is Saskatchewan. It's got, we've got our own bluesy soul thing, like Colin James and, uh, uh, you know, Carl Ryabka and those dudes. So uh, I thought it was a really great combination of phrases and, uh, or syllables. And uh, that's the story. That's awesome. Now, I noticed on your website you talk about uh, giving lessons and engaging, say, the next generation of guitar players and musicians. Yeah. Uh, when you're doing that, how much of it is trying to just get the technical aspects across? Because I, I saw an interview with you once talking about how you had a really great teacher that uh, really paved the way for you. How much of it for you is trying to give the technical aspects of the guitar and how much of it is just trying to instill a love for music? Yeah, well, it's it's both, of course. Without the love for music, you won't practice. You know, you won't you won't spend time on it. Um, th there's a lot of technical stuff to learn. I mean, if you want to play at a professional level, there's a lot to learn. You know, uh, but at the same time, you don't want to be bored and, and just have your teachers giving you scale after scale after scale, and it's like, what do I do with this? So, you know, sometimes in the lessons. Well, the cool thing about Zoom is that you can go on YouTube and watch Jimi Hendrix at a certain point in his career playing a certain song you know and yeah. you can watch it together and it's always good to listen and watch aside from you know here's a harmonic minor scale you got to play it in five positions you know uh, you got to do that too but you also have to have the reason and the motivation to do it in the first place and that's why watching bb king and watching uh, like there's a couple of bb king uh performances that are on youtube that are just masterful you know and you got to just soak it up. You just got to watch it and go, wow, that's how it's done right there. You know, and then when you get that, then you go, okay, now I'm ready to do the work to get there. So at this point, after playing for so many years, have you, do you still come across things in music that get you really excited that you feel like you're breaking new ground again? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Every, every day, every time I pick up my guitar, I discover something new. It's the best toy I ever had. You know, I'm, I'm not bored with it even now after playing it for my whole life. Uh, but, you know, there, and there's endless amount of information on the Internet about music of every description. You know, I mean, there's, there's guitar lessons that will keep you busy for two lifetimes. So if you're ready to work and actually ready to practice, uh, there's no shortage of stuff. And, and with Zoom, you can take lessons from any person in the world. I mean, <laughs> all the guitar players are out of work right now. So there's a lot of brilliant musicians out there who will spend an hour one-on-one -on -one with you on Zoom, which is ridiculous. I've had lessons from Brent Mason, who's a, like the top shelf uh, country session player in Nashville. Yeah. Uh, Frank Vignola, who's one of the top jazz players in New York City. I've had Zoom lessons with both of these guys, and uh, it's inspiring. It's, you know, because you get to actually communicate with them in real time with your guitar strapped on. It's uh, it's amazing that you can do that. So, who is teaching who? Oh hell, I was get I was getting schooled by those guys. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean the the country the level of country picking that Brent Mason has is equal to the level of astrophysical j jazz chops that Frank Vignola has. They're just two sides of the same coin, you know. And so it's, it's inspiring to see somebody who's so good. You know, you see somebody who just rips the top of your head off, you go, wow, that is so amazing. You know, it's inspiring. Yeah, yeah, no, that must have been pretty exciting. Yeah. So Thursday, you have this show. I know a lot of people are really excited to be able to see some live music once again in our great theater that we have here in Estevan. Yeah. Uh, what do you think people can expect 
for what you guys are going to be playing. Do you already have it figured out, or do you guys just kind of wing it each night and see where it goes? Ah, well, I know I have a set list, which I always deviate from, <laughs> as my band will tell you. Uh, because, you know, when, once you get there and you play the first couple of songs and you get a vibe for where the audience is at and everything, then you adjust, you know, to, to be in sync with them. You know, uh, if they're really raucous and screaming and yelling, then you just, it's balls to the wall. And if they're a little more polite and sedate, then you take the acoustic out and you play something that's appropriate for them. You know, it's, you do it on the fly. Well, I think you're going to get a really good vibe from the crowd here. I know a lot of people love to dance to music and have a really good time. So it'll be exciting yeah. once it all goes down. And I guess the last thing I want to ask about that is just, do you still have like a song that gets you excited about playing guitar as you did when you were a kid? Like, do you have one right now that you just absolutely love playing? Yeah, yeah. There's a song called Rainy Night in Georgia that I've played a thousand times. And every single time I play it, it's just, it's, I could just play it all day long. It's just a, a weird, magical song. That's awesome. Well, Jack, I really look forward to uh, you coming into Estevan and putting on a great show. Me too, man. I can't wait. <laughs>